Good morning, everybody. Welcome to The Daily Oz. My name is Sam Kozlowski with you today on Wednesday, the 16th of February, joined by Zara Seidler. We're going to be tackling a very sexy deep dive today, Zara. It's going to be all about tax. Don't switch off just yet. Tom, our resident economics expert, is going to talk to us in a way that we're all going to understand. But first, Zara, what is making headlines this morning? The big story in the last 24 hours was the strikes that occurred across New South Wales. So yesterday we saw thousands of nurses and midwives across the state go on strike, asking for better pay and stricter nurse-to-patient ratios. It comes after the Industrial Relations Commission ordered the union to stop organising the strike on Monday due to the risk it posed to, and I quote, public health and safety. New South Wales Health did issue a statement yesterday afternoon after the strikes saying it is committed to reaching a resolution in the best interests of our patients and all our healthcare workers. Former NRL player Jared Hayne was released from jail yesterday afternoon after he had his sexual assault conviction quashed. Hayne was released on bail and has been ordered to pay $20,000 in the next seven days. He now faces another retrial coming up. It comes after Hayne was sentenced to five years and nine months in jail for being found guilty of two counts of sexual intercourse without consent back in September 2018. The Court of Arbitration for Sport has ruled that 15-year-old Russian figure skater Kamila Valieva is permitted to compete in the Beijing Winter Olympics despite failing a drug test prior to the beginning of the Games. That said, medal ceremonies won't go ahead if Valieva places in any of these events. And your hump day good news, Australia Post has become the first government business enterprise to appoint a chief mental health officer. Their job will be to focus on the mental health and well-being of its more than 60,000 employees. Group CEO Paul Graham said, we have the opportunity to apply learnings across a large and diverse workplace and understand what will be effective in supporting our people and driving a culture of change when it comes to mental health. Today, we are talking about tax cuts. They're rewarding uh, Australians uh, in work and it's returning more of their money. That's our approach, the Australian people vote. Right. Joining me on the pod today is TDA's resident tax enthusiast, Tom Crowley. Those are words I never thought I would be saying. Tom, welcome to the pod. Thanks, Sarah. I love to be introduced as a tax enthusiast. That makes me sound like a a very interesting person. I I promise (laughs) I'll make this more fun than that sounds. So let's start from square one, Tom. What do you actually mean when you mention tax cuts? So the idea of a tax cut is really simple. Of course, we know the government collects taxes from us and a tax cut is just a decision to give some of that money back to us. Um, There are a number of different taxes and so there are a number of different types of tax cuts. We could be talking about the tax that companies pay, we could be talking about the tax we pay when we go to the shops, but generally speaking and for today's purposes we're talking about income tax and income tax cuts. So income tax is the tax that you pay on the money you earn from your job and any listener who's had to do their taxes at tax time has probably had some familiarity with the income tax system. And generally speaking, it's really common in elections for governments to offer income tax cuts so that they can say that they're giving money back to to every Australian who has a job. This election is no exception. Uh, We're going to be talking in particular about the coalition's seven-year tax plan, and that's, that's what I'm here to talk about today. And so, again, when we talk about that, there are some complicated mechanics and a bunch of different details that I'll get into, but the basic thing to remember is this is a plan to give people some of their money back. 
So tell me about this plan. Who gets the tax cuts? How much do they get? What do we need to know? So I'm going to simplify the details a little bit here, but but these are the very bare bones. So there's kind of two phases to the tax cut. So firstly, the first stage is already in place and it's a tax cut for all taxpayers. So if you're in the bottom half of taxpayers, the coalition plan has given you about $250. And if you're in the top half of taxpayers, it gives you about $1,000. Again, I'm simplifying these numbers a little bit, but that's the ballpark. And that's in place already. So some of you may remember getting money of roughly this magnitude when you've done your taxes over the last couple of years. Uh, But the government's actually doubled that amount when COVID's come along. So to help people out during COVID, the government doubled that. So instead, at the bottom half, instead of $250, last time you did your taxes, you might have got $500. And if you're in the top half of of taxpayers, that's $2,000 instead of $1,000. So the government doubled that as a COVID support, but now its its plan is to go back to those old numbers now that, that COVID is over. So that's the first stage of the plan. The second stage of the plan hasn't happened yet. It's due in 2024, and it's basically a big tax cut for the top 10% of income earners, and it's worth kind of thousands of dollars per person. So they're the two chunks to keep in mind. There is the early stages of the tax cut, which have been kind of chopped and changed a little bit during COVID, and then there's the late stage of the tax cut, which is coming in a couple of years' time. Okay, so Tom, I am no expert in tax, as anyone who knows me will tell you, but what I'm hearing you talking about is the top half of taxpayers, the bottom half, the top 10%. Who are the big winners in this tax plan? Who gets the biggest tax cut? Well, you might not be a tax expert, Zara, but that's a very good question. I suppose that's the key question when it comes to evaluating a tax cut. Unfortunately, it's not that straightforward. So one of the reasons that we can't just compare dollar amounts when it comes to tax cuts is because we have something that's called a progressive income tax system. So the basic idea of a progressive income tax system is the more you earn, the more you pay. Um, There's actually in reality uh, some loopholes and and some other sort of quirks in the system that mean that that's not always the case in reality, but that's a story for another day. The basic idea, the more you earn, the more you pay. So because high income people pay more tax, You could give everyone, say you gave everybody a 10% tax cut, the dollar number of that for a high income person is much bigger than it is for a low income person. So it's difficult to make dollar for dollar comparisons. But once you take that into account, it's still very, very clear, having made all that disclaimer, it's still very, very clear that on pretty much any measure, these tax cuts overwhelmingly favour higher income earners. And that's what a number of experts who have evaluated this plan have concluded. Now, you might expect that to be a controversial thing, tax cuts that benefit higher income earners over lower income earners, uh, but it actually doesn't look like that's going to be controversial this time. The Labor Party has had extensive debates and their position on this has changed over a number of years, but currently they support the full tax plan of the coalition government. So that's actually not looking like it's going to be especially controversial. What can we expect the battleground on tax cuts to be then if it's not that? Well, what we're seeing this week is a suggestion that one of the election fights might be over this COVID support tax cut. So as I mentioned earlier, the government decided to double down on its initial plan and give people an even bigger tax cut to help them through COVID. That was a temporary measure and that temporary measure is due to come off in the next year or so. And so if you like, they're kind of 
undoubling the tax cut. And when you undouble a tax cut, that's kind of a roundabout way of saying that you're actually increasing people's taxes again. And it looks like that might be one of Labor's attack lines coming into this election, that by taking away the COVID support, the government's actually re-raising people's taxes. And the coalition's likely to respond by saying, no, your taxes will be higher under Labor. And, and I expect that we'll be sort of seeing both of the parties kind of trade claims about who wants to tax more. But their focus is likely to be on this sort of COVID tax cut support rather than on this later stage of the plan that benefits higher income earners. What advice do you want listeners to take away from this pod the next time they hear their pollies talking about tax cuts? So as you've heard me say just there, politicians make lots of claims about tax cuts. Sometimes they're competing claims, sometimes they're confusing. It can be pretty hard to sort through them. I think the important thing to remember is not to get too complicated with it. Tax cuts are essentially really simple. It's just a decision to give you some of your money back instead of using it to spend on government services. So the questions you've got to ask yourself, how much money am I going to get from this tax cut? How much money are different people, high income earners and low income earners going to get from this tax cut? And do I think that's fair? And then the third question, I guess the bigger picture is, what would this money have been spent on? Because of course, money that's raised in taxes is spent to fund government services. And so part of the bigger picture is considering well, what would this tax cut have paid for and what will the consequences be in terms of government spending of the money that's going back into the pockets of individual people? So that bigger picture is the really important thing to, to take into account. Tom, I think you have successfully engaged me for a number of minutes on tax cuts, which is excellent and unprecedented. And it's also made me think about it in a way, I guess, I don't think I necessarily would have prior to this discussion. So it's always good to understand the balance of things and understand why decisions are made at the government level. On that note, we will leave you here for today, but thank you for tuning in to another episode of The Daily Oz. If you liked this discussion about tax cuts or you want to know anything else, head over to our Instagram at The Daily Oz. It's where over 300,000 Aussies get their news every day and we'd love to hear any of your thoughts and you can follow the day's news there. Have a great Wednesday.